evening and Christmas Eve Eve to everyone out there listening to their podcast. It is Thursday Night Football, 49ers and Titans. I'm here with my boys, Sugar Free Lucas and Brad Carr. And I know Lucas is stressing on um, on his holiday Christmas shopping. I finished mine a week early. Well, for all you gym rats, all you guys working out, trying to get that body right before the new year. You guys need to go get Pro Noya CBD cream. Rub this shit your, over your whole body after your workout and make you feel like a like you're, you can't. It feels so great right after hangovers too. Like I was hungover Christmas party Tuesday morning. This shit came in clutch. Pro Noya P R O N O I A CBD on Instagram. Um, use Tough for your promo code and get twenty percent off your first purchase. Don't be paranoid. Be Pro Noya advertisement boys. What is up? I'm ready for this shit, man. My schedule's yeah. been so screwed up. I'm ready to do a podcast. I'm having withdrawals. I'm happy that we're all here. Like, this is good to have all the whole squad here. And, uh, yeah, let's get some good football this week, man. I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah, a lot of good te- a lot of good matchups. I think the best one is the Cardinals and Colts. I think that's one of the best matchups here. And the Colts put the Patriots down nice and soft. And the Cardinals, I mean – it's the Cardinals. So what what's what what is gonna happen in this game? I do not know. I'm a little bit torn, and I know fancy owners know Jonathan Taylor. He already has 1,500 yards, 17 touchdowns. It's insane. Can he continue it? I'll I'll, I'll hand this off to Brad. Where are you at with this game? It's a good game. It's in Arizona. In Arizona, uh, that's that'll bode well for the Cardinals. I don't know what's gonna go on in this game because it was just disappointing watching them fall to the Lions last week. Uh, you know, there was gonna they were gonna have some issues when they found out DeAndre Hopkins was gonna be out, but I wasn't expecting those kind of issues. Uh, it looked like it could barely move the ball, so I want to say this will be a good bounce back game for them because you know they didn't even get a chance to clinch a playoff spot last week. Uh, so that's got to be on their to-do list for this week. But, man, the Colts team looking good. Y'all y'all got me on that one. I thought the Patriots were going to get them last week. But shit, Jonathan Taylor had a, had a different ideas about that. So it's definitely going to be a good one. I'm leaning – man, I don't – I don't. I want to lean Cardinals, but last time I uh, bet against the Colts, they ran the ball all down the Patriots' throat. So I don't know if I want to do that again. Uh, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This man, Jonathan Taylor, got the Colts hot right now. And if you look at what happened la- last week, um, the Lions-Cardinals game, this guy, Craig Reynolds, uh, the first Lion or one of the first Lions in a while to have like three straight first his first three um, games of the Lions to have over 75 yards on the ground. That like That's the first thing that opened up um, the whole game in that Lions-Cardinals game. And you're having another huge rushing attack. In the Colts right now, on their high-powered offense, and they're they're making mistakes or making other teams make mistakes. Um, I don't know if D Hop's coming back for this game. I think he should be out for the season. Yeah, oh. he's done. Oh shit! I totally forgot about that. So then, you know, and then that's one thing too. When like we've noticed when D Hop is out, even when Kyler Murray is in, like this offense is still so different. Like I thought James Conner was going to get a lot more um, production and a lot more involved in that offense. I feel like a lot went wrong that game, so I think it's going to be a lot closer. Um, than last week for the Cardinals, but still, like, the Colts are just so damn good. And, like, when the running game got going for the Lions, that's when things got going for Jared Goff, too. So I think that's going to be the same kind of formula. If you're the Colts, you know, get the ground game going, then Carson Wentz um, be able to just hang in there and do his thing. He did – Carson Wentz did have, like, a little mistake. I think it was an interception late in the game, and then they just said, hell no, we're not going to pass it anymore. We're going to start running it. And then Jonathan Taylor iced the game with, like, a 50-yard-plus run 
Um, so I think it's going to be a lot closer because Cardinals, I think they are going to tighten up at home. I think they are going to bounce back, caught sleeping a little bit. They're going to know that they're going to have no D-hop and they're going to have to rely on someone else, which they've done it all year. I mean, they've had a lot of people you know, step up big. Uh, this is a tough one because I, the Cardinals losing another one after they've like you know been so consistent and winning so many games and 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 spacing out their losses. It's be, it'd be hard to call another one, but the Colts are are just so surging. So uh, David, I'm waiting for you to your perspective too. Oh man, like I was literally like staring out into space, <laughs> following an invisible moth, trying to figure out what to do here because I went against. The, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I I always get this trend. I roll with the hot team and they just fall off mm. right after it's with the, I, with the Falcons, the Patriots. I do this with a Washington football team a lot, um, the Dolphins a lot. So, like, honestly, I don't know where I'm going to go with. So, I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. And my gut feeling is the Indianapolis Colts, just right off the gate, Jonathan Taylor, when you have a run game, it's just so dominant. You could control so much different aspects of the game. And my chef said, we're talking about football. Because uh, we're, like, not even working. We're just, like, chain-smoking, and we're, like, in the back, just, like, gambling. We're, like, what the fuck is going to happen? And he said, very interesting point. When it's later in the year, runner backs are more value and quarterbacks aren't. And what he meant by that, he said there's a lot of more games that want to get controlled on the ground and less mistakes through the air. And if you look at the numbers of these quarterbacks, like Russell Wilson, how much yards did he throw for? 167? Something like that. And I bet on Carson Wentz. Or no, I bet on Jared Goff to have over 245 and a half. He had he threw for 244. Um, so, like, just see yardage is down for the quarterbacks. Yo. Yardage go up for the running backs. And you're rolling with the number one runner back, maybe surpassing Derrick Henry. And I guarantee you the number one running back drafted next year in fantasy. I'm going with the Colts in this one. It's going to be a very close game. I know it's in the Red Sea. Uh, but I'm going to go 27-24. It's going to be an electric morning game. Oof. Yeah, I mean, if I could guarantee anything, I think the over is going to hit two high-powered offenses. Um, you know, Cardinals are going to get right back on track with that. I really do believe it. Uh, but the fact yeah, that you went with the, the, fact you went, the fact you went with the Colts, like, I want to go with the Cardinals. I want to go with the Cardinals. You haven't been on, you haven't been on point uh, with that shit. And uh, it will help the Chargers, too. We're all Charger fans. It will help the Chargers, too, for the Colts to lose one and guarantee a little bit more, you know, buffer for us to go into the playoffs. <clears throat> Gosh, like, you know, being a consistent football team, like the Cardinals know it best, like, like to win these games is, is hard, you know. And the Colts might just be due for a loss right now. Like, it's just the level that they're playing at, it's hard to keep that up. Um, Real playoff, real playoff football team, I'm thinking the Cardinals go further. So, yeah, I, I'll take – the Cardinals in this one over going to hit for sure. I'm going to say 30 to 27. Let's say a last second field goal. Not bad. Man. Um, oh, Cardinals are favored by one in this one. That's They're favored by one. Oh, I'm betting on the Cardinals money line, baby. Yeah, you usually want to see that a little bit more being the home team, but. Oh, uh, Colts, Colts. Yeah, Vegas is saying the Colts probably a little, it's probably a little closer than you think. Um, and yeah, I think uh, is Jonathan Taylor going to hit two thousand rushing yards this year? Like, dude, maybe. Last person to do that was Matt Johnson, right? I think so. 
if, if you include postseason, like you said, they it's easier to use a ball control style of play, especially when you run into those high-powered offenses. You want to kind of control the ball, control time position, and keep those other quarterbacks off the field. So I could see the Colts really leaning into that a lot more. And like you said, that would keep Carson Wentz's mistakes uh, off the table, which uh, you know he's been prone to do that. And it also would keep him from possibly getting hurt too. So I could see them really leaning on Jonathan Taylor and uh, – Man, I want to go Arizona, but they just you 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 come off a week losing to the Lions. You gotta show me some. So I have to go with the Colts on this one, actually. Y'all convinced me into it. Um over under is 49. I'ma say the Colts pull it out. Oh, I'll say they'll pull it out 24-17. 24-17, okay. Yeah, if, if you get cards and wins under. a little shaken up, I could definitely see the um mistakes come, but if you keep on running the ball, you get that defense on the on the field long enough, they're prone to make mistakes. So, um, all right, moving on. Ooh, there's a lot of good games here. Um, yeah. Let's go Ravens and Bengals. Divisional game here. Everyone in that division has a chance to make the playoffs because it's just so lopsided. I know the Steelers are plus 700 to do it, but uh, the Ravens, Lamar, without Lamar Jackson, um, he's questionable. I think he had limited practice in the Bengals who are just like Jamar Chase, man. You've been you you fucked me. No consent, R. Kelly style, and I fucking lost my fantasy game. Thank you for that, Jamar Chase. Really do appreciate you doing that. Um but this is a good divisional game here. Ravens without without Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley is just like a miniature version of Lamar Jackson, does everything he could do. And you can argue that their passing is not too big of a difference, too. So Ravens argue a little bit better too. Yeah, he may be like honestly, maybe he could run the ball. He's a lot safer with it. And the Bengals, who came off a loss against, who did they lose to? They just lost, right? Yeah, the Bengals. They just lost to, or no, they just won against the Broncos in a weird one, fifteen to ten in Denver. So that's why it was, you know. Yeah, that that was more of a defensive match. But this is a divisional game. I will definitely take the under. Uh, I'm leaning a little bit towards Ravens right now, but Lucas, where are you at with this game? I'm leaning towards the Ravens right now. Like I, I was saying that you could kind of argue that Huntley's been doing a better job in that offense, just moving the ball. I mean, I just I think that the Ravens. I didn't expect them to to hang around with the Packers to score as much. Should have kicked the it could have kicked the extra point. Could have, yeah, they really could have, and. Um, he did he like I, I tweeted after the game like he had an amazing game, but just to end it with missing a wide open Hollywood Brown on that two point conversion. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that play, but he was open in the back of the end zone, and like that's like the, just the last you know piece right there for him to put together like the perfect game, and and then you know I think he's he's solidified himself as like trying to get a starting job next year, but like it proved that they could really move the ball really well. I think the Packers for some reason are just such a good team uh, all around even on defense that that makes me think that Huntley could do a, another performance here against the Bengals and um if it comes down to it or if Lamar comes back too. But at the same time, that's that's why I'm so torn on this because if Lamar comes back like that they haven't been doing too much with Lamar as far as like get, getting downfield and putting points on the board. And um, the Bengals, like, if if you were in the playoffs still, uh, David, I would say start Jamar Chase because, you know, I think that Jamar Chase could have one, like, a big game in this one because you know, the Ravens, they're just so beat up. Like, they've been 
they've been one of the most beat up teams this whole year. And then even in the secondary, like be definitely liable for something over the top. So I, I'm, I'm really curious to see how the Bengals bounce back too for the playoff lives. These are two teams that are eight and six and um, it's an early game too. Whoever wins gets first place in that division. I believe so. Yeah. And uh, it's, this is a tough one too. I want to see Joe Mixon get back on track if he could against this Ravens defense. Uh, just it's, it's, it is so close. This is another tough one. Like what, what's going to come down to this one? Cause John Harbaugh, like I said it like last week, I had a feeling he was going to pull out a great coaching game that this could be another one. But these divisional opponents and these divisional games, they're just so familiar that anything could happen. Yeah, Huntley's been playing very well. Um, I looked up, I saw that he had two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns last week. And that's something Lamar hasn't even done, which is kind of crazy to say that out loud you think you have like four passing touchdowns and three rushing touchdowns in the game but that's besides the point um the Ravens have looked pretty pretty good moving the ball with Huntley and you know you kind of want to roll with them especially uh the Cincinnati Bengals didn't have the best game last week kind of a clunker against Denver um but they were able to pull out a victory still so it'll be a good matchup I think the loser of this game will be completely out the playoffs am I right by saying that no, 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 because no. Steelers are the – they're the 7-6-1. and one, Okay. And then uh, Browns are around there too. So, like, they all have – these old games are playoff games. Like, mm-hmm. if you win, you got a step closer, but, like, they all have a chance to get the I mean, playoff. they still got the wild card too, wild card seedings. There's three okay. wild cards, and it, so, honestly, this whole division could get in. That tie for Steelers could either get them in or get them out. If the, 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 the implications are – they're all over the place. But, yeah, the, the, that division – it's pretty it's probably the hottest division right now in playoff teams. It's yeah, really I, can't believe, I can't believe the Steelers are seven, six, and one. Like they're above five hundred now and they're still right. you know, God damn. Yeah, you know, it's talk about uh Steelers always finish at least five hundred and then the one year they add an extra game, they get a tie in there so they can still finish at least five hundred. So yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever. Um uh I really want to lean with the Ravens in this one because I'm becoming a, a Huntley believer. He's really playing himself into a nice, at least a nice starting job, if not a nice contract, because you know there will be some quarterback positions open uh, after the season's over with. Um, uh, it's just tough, man. I think Cincinnati's favored by three over and under 45, so they're saying it's going to be a pretty decent game. Cincinnati's uh, favored by three? Yeah, at home, so it's, they're saying it's pretty much even. Yeah, they're giving them the home. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Colts and Ravens underdogs. I like this. I think I'm going Ravens too. I'm looking at their um, their stats on defense on the ground. Three point nine yards per rush. That's six best. Three point nine. That's really really good. God damn. Yeah. Um, and they only give up eighty six point two rushing yards uh per game on the ground. That's first in the league. Like. I think, like you said, David, the running backs have so much value. If you're going to stop Joe Mixon, and it looks like they're going to, you know, they're really poised to do so, um, and that's the strength of their their defense too, their front seven because the back end, like they're very much liable. Like I said, um, I think I am going to lean lean towards Ravens in a very close one, that minus three, or they're going to be plus three since they're uh, since they're underdogs. So mm-hmm. I think I think that might be a lock, especially in a in a divisional game. But I think they're going to win this one. So over under forty five. Forty-five. Yeah, I'm thinking under two. Something about those divisional game unders. Uh, really feel good about it. So I'm gonna say I'll go first. I'm gonna say twenty-one seventeen. Don't fucking say it. I wrote yeah. my score down. It's twenty-one eighteen. Oh, I put twenty-one seventeen. Okay, I swear to God, I wrote it down before. <laughs> I have twenty-one eighteen. 
Ravens. So, yeah, that's interesting. 18, so you're thinking a bunch of field goals for uh, Cincinnati. Maybe just like they try to go for two one time. And Harbaugh, you've seen it. I was like, kick the fucking field goal. But they don't want to give the ball Aaron Rodgers. It's a 50-50 flip, literally a coin flip. Yeah, yeah. Gets, I get it, you know, but. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. I'm going to take. Uh, uh, it's hard. I'm Ravens. To win, Jesus, 21-20. I, 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 God damn, I said that score in my head. I'm like, he's going to pick 21-20, I swear to God. 21-20. Ravens pull it out. And yeah. Hunley shows that he needs to be somewhere other than the AFC West because I don't need any more quarterbacks out here. And, like, honestly, like, backup position is a pretty good-paying job because, like, quarterbacks get down all the time, especially Lamar Jackson, who badly covid Illness, not COVID, you know, other injuries. So, like, he might just want to stay there and get a cool 10 mil or something like that for a year or two and just cruise. I mean, mm-hmm. he is a still young guy. So, I could definitely see him continuing his career somewhere else as well. So, all right, moving on. Ooh, let's see, man. There's a lot of good ones here. Uh, let's go another divisional game Broncos and Raiders here. Okay. Uh, Broncos drop one to the. Um, to the Bengals and the Raiders won the Browns. Um, I didn't really see that Raider Brown game, but it just I, I, these teams are just two teams that are not convincing enough for me to think they're legit. They're not consistent enough either of them. So um, yeah, uh, I, I'm leaning towards a little bit towards Broncos, but I think the Raiders, believe it or not, a little bit more consistent. Even though off the field they're inconsistent as hell. Um, where are you at on this one? Lucas. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I kind of feel like I'm leaning towards Denver, but like the Raiders are just so weird. Like the fact that they put up so many points last week, and then like Derek Carr saying that he's back, but like they were gone for like three quarters of that game. Like they weren't really existent in that. And then so you know, at Denver, like coming off a tough loss, but they're still they're still a really good defense. Like this is a tough one just because it's a divisional game, Broncos and Raiders, um, and it's going to be in the Raiders Stadium. But like I feel like the the Raiders are kind of worse uh, at home sometimes. Like, I don't I know. I think the record doesn't. It's not above five hundred away. I think yeah, they travel better than in Vegas. And let me let me read you this this stat. Um, Derek Carr has more yards than Teddy B by about a thousand. He has four. Derek Carr has four thousand one hundred sixty two. Teddy B has three thousand fifty two. Well, Teddy, 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 Teddy B been out for a minute. I, right, but that's what I'm saying. Teddy B has eighteen touchdowns and seven picks. Derek Carr only has 19 touchdowns and 11 picks. Like that's just. Oh, I didn't. Okay, so you're going the opposite direction with that. I thought you were trying to say Derek Carr. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That's like, ugh. like especially after the start that the Raiders have had. Like, they're, they're, these are two teams at 500. Um, but it's Drew Lock in now. Yeah. Oh, and I just forgot right. about that. Forgot about Teddy B. I'm gonna go with Raiders. Drew Lock is a goddamn disaster. I totally <sighs> forgot about Drew Lock. Damn. This it. is why we talk about it. This is why we talk. Damn yeah, it, Drew Lock. I'm going Raiders, unfortunately, and I have that ongoing bet with my boy's uncle, Uncle Joe. I lost a bet last year that the Chargers would have a better record than the Raiders, so I doubled or nothing. And if I lose again, I'm a triple or nothing. I got to do something crazy, like get a tattoo or something. But well, the Chargers are going to have a better record this year than the Raiders. I, I don't want to say that yet. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards Raiders. I forgot Drew Locke is in. I know he went he went like six for twelve for eighty eight yards in a touchdown, but like Teddy B got out and Drew Locke came in. He's just 
the more you look at him, like he was kind of funny when he would, you know, that video of him like singing to Jeezy, like, oh, he's kind of a cool guy. And then you just look at his performance, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, literally, that video of him rapping to Jeezy is the only thing that's keeping him relevant, to be honest. So yeah. I'm going to go Raiders in this one. Um, what's the over under on this? Mm, 41 and a half. Oh, uh, God. That's, they know it's going to be low. Yeah. What's who's favorite? Raiders? Vegas by a point and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my um Wi-Fi uh, router reset. He must have known we was going to talk about this game next. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I was like, oh, sure, where'd he go? Hey, both of these teams. Um, Yeah, I'm never going to bet on the Broncos as long as Drew Locke is their quarterback. Like, I still don't know how we – did we lose to them with Drew Locke last season? Is yeah, right? it was a comeback win. Yes, oh, gosh. That was – and then if I recall the year that we were going for a play, going to the playoffs, we missed getting the number one seed because we lost in Denver. Was that to Drew Locke as well in 2018? I so. The time yeah. where we missed a field goal or no, the penalty, which one was it? It was we missed a field goal and we redid it and we made it or we went off sides like three times. Remember? And they had to re-kick it. Was that against the Broncos? Yeah. I think it there's was too much like that. I know there's one against the Steelers like that and the Broncos. I just hate the Broncos with all my heart and soul. A little bit, but not more than the Raiders. I hate the Raiders more. But yeah, and Drew Locke, he he fell off. He's he hasn't been playing enough to get a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna want to throw up saying it, but I'm definitely gonna go with the Raiders on this one because I I'm I'm never gonna bet. Like I say I'm never gonna bet on Broncos with Drew Locke. But one and a half. What is that, man? Like. I know. It's basically money line. Uh, God damn! I like. It's just a Drew Lock. Is that's that's convincing me? That's for the Raiders. That's all it that's, takes. Yeah, that's literally all it takes. Raiders are a shit show, but the Broncos are a bigger shit show with Drew Lock. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm. I can go ahead and give you my score on this one. I'm gonna go Raiders seventeen, Broncos ten. I don't even think they'll get the over on this. That Broncos defense is pretty nice. And, you know, this second half of the season, Derek Carr, it might not uh, be great. But right. uh, I could see, like, a defensive touchdown for I the Denver yeah. if if being, like, the only way for them to score or and win that game was just a shutout and somehow getting really good field position throughout the game. Yeah. And watch you go throw for 300 yards, three touchdowns now that I said that. <laughs> right, right. That'd be a great little prop bet. Just just have Denver winning and and Drew Locke doing something. I'm gonna put if, if I'm gonna put anything on this game, it'll be any time defensive score Broncos. I, I would love that. I would love that actually. Yeah. That's probably one of the, the bet I'll take on this one. But we, I, my score is 2017 Raiders, still hitting the under. <sighs> I kind of convinced myself with the Broncos with a spicy pick. Fuck it, <laughs> I'll, I'll take Broncos in a weird one. I, I will just because I'm not convinced on the on uh, the Raiders either. Uh, don't really care about my record if it gets influenced by this game. I'll say uh, I'll say 17 to 13, Denver. It has to be something low like that if Denver's gonna win. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, Chiefs and Steelers. Big one. What was that? COVID bowl. Yes. COVID no. call, yeah. COVID, uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and someone else big. I can't remember who. Kicker, Booker. Oh, yikes. yikes. They yes. Booker's going to be out. I don't know about uh, Hill and Kelsey yet. Knowing the NFL, and they'll probably 
fake the fucking test to get these fuckers in. Probably postpone uh, the game for them. Yeah. Uh, regardless, though, Steelers um, got it done against the Titans. They, I think, they didn't. They're dim. They didn't stop nothing on the ground, but uh, they got one done. Can they get it done against the Chiefs with all these guys missing? I would say yes. But if Travis Kelsey and Ty- Tyreek Hill play, and you see what they, they those guys could do. Um, I would probably pick Chiefs, but assuming they're not playing, I think it should we do that? Best to assume that they're not playing. Uh, I know the Chiefs are 100% vaccinated, but like there hasn't been too many players that tested positive on Monday and still came back that same week. So I think I'm going to say that these guys are out. Uh, Omicron variant, these breakouts, like, like it, it seems like it's taking longer for people to come back. It feels like a guarantee is going to be out. So I'm going to say they are going to be out, at least my perspective. You guys don't have to agree with me. And I think the Steelers are going to take this one. The Steelers are a second-half team. They're a second-half of the season team. They're surging. They feel like they're getting something going. I think the fact that they're above 500 is really going to help a lot for their confidence. And, like, they just find ways to win. And especially with those players out, I think I think Patty Mahomes, we were talking about it uh, on the Charger podcast, me and Brad. Like, you know, Mahomes has had Kelsey and Tyreek his whole career. We're going to see what, he could do, what he's made out of without those guys. And we saw, like – not many of their players get involved besides those two. And so I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers in this one, um, a very defensive game. It may be a little bit easier, of course, with those star players out. But but what goes around comes around, right? The, the Chiefs have played three teams with COVID-ridden, um, the Cowboys, Packers, and now Chargers. And so, you know, they're, they're due for, you know, getting get COVID biting them in the ass and, and you know, losing that one. Yeah, I can see the um, Steelers pulling this one out. I'm looking at their um, COVID list. It looks like they put Kyle Long and Lucas Nyang on the COVID list. And that's their tackle and guard, and that's just not a good time for that when you're going against the Steelers pass rush. Um, so if they can take advantage of that and put some pressure on Mahomes, I think we'll see a little bit more of those mistakes. Considering, especially if Hill and Kelsey aren't in, like who will he be looking to to throw the ball to? Uh, I think they their two targets combined are like seventy or eighty percent of all the targets that uh, Mahomes throws Damn. to. Him. So um, it's going to be really interesting, and you know I'm here for all of it. Uh, they had they got to play us. Well, it was kind of a wash with us, but I mean, playing the uh, Cowboys and the Packers during their COVID bowls, you know, it was going to balance out eventually. So, I'm gonna go with the Steelers on this one and hope they don't have to rely on a last second kick because Bucker's going to be out too. So, I don't know. It's it's going to be a very interesting game to watch. Right. Imagine Steelers getting a bunch of red zone stops and then Bucker being out. So then Kansas City having trouble kicking those field goals. Mm-hmm. That'd be tough. They're even with all that, they're still favored by what. Eight and a half right now. Kansas City's favored by eight? God damn, I would take Pittsburgh on the plus eight. Yeah, I think they are favored by eight. I can double check, but. Look, Bovada right now. And honestly, Bovada been pissing me off. I don't know if you've heard that they were down for like the longest time. Yeah. The over-under's 45. Kansas City's favored by eight and a half. Golly. I'll, yeah, I'll take the Steelers to cover for sure. If I would have to go with a score here, based off everything you guys say, which I agree 100% on, um, Aaron Rodgers could do without Adams and Jones, and he could get guys Marquez Vasquez, um, the other St. Raw brother, uh, um, St. Bro, I'm fucking Equinemius, Equinemius, fucking mm, yeah. Um, Robert Tanya's been out for the longest, and like he could do 
well without these guys. Can Patrick Mahomes do it? Because you got McCole Harmon, uh, Pringle, Byron Pringle, Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh Gordon, who's just there just to be, I think it's a charity. And then the guy they traded for, Jordan Bell, that tight end, I think so, they traded for. Blake Bell, he's out. Blake Bell, who's okay, how, like, who the fuck? Like, and your guys' running backs ain't as solid as you guys think they are. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, though, because the Steelers, they don't really get off on offense that that much. And when they do, it's 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 going to be a big, big one. It's going to be a big surprise to me. But I'm going to say 28 to – or 24 to 17. I'm going to take the Steelers winning by a touchdown. Yeah. Damn. Damn. You almost took my score. I was going to say 28-17. I think it's going to be very close, like, for the first half, and then Steelers run away with it a little bit. They're just going to have so many stops. They're going to have quite a few shots to, you know, extend their lead and take over the lead uh, late in the game. Yeah, I also think they'll get it done by a touchdown. I've got uh, Pittsburgh winning 30-23. to 20, uh, 30 to 23. Um, But side note, St. Brown, is that is he related to Amon Ross St. Brown? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're brothers, and they have another brother who plays for Stanford. There's three wow. brothers. Does he have a name like theirs as well? He has probably, a crazy probably, name. Probably, oh. yeah. We did a we did a profile um uh, of these guys going into the draft or after when they came out of the draft. Uh and the reason David did Amon Ross St. Brown and like he did research and their dad um, the real name, the real last name is just Brown, but they his dad added the Saint just so like they could distinguish their name. And then um, his dad was like a like a bodybuilder, like a world renowned bodybuilder, and so he named all of his kids like after like the gods. Like that's why Amon Ra. Ra, yeah, I was about to say that's right. actually. Name. Here we go, Amon Ra St. Brown, Osiris St. Brown is the brother that plays for Stanford, and Osiris Osiris Adrian Amen Ra J St. Brown, and then Mon Ra J St. Brown. And then you, you Cornelius, whatever the fuck, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, his dad is a, his dad was a Mr. Universe three times, and he's like this crazy ass bodybuilder, and he and like, yeah, he's a fucking, it's crazy. We looked him up; it's a pretty intense story. But all right, <laughs> moving on. Um, uh, some of these games are kind of a little too lopsided to talk about. But oh, the NFC East faced off each other. Uh, Washington football team versus Cowboys. And I've been Antonio Gibson to rush for over 59 and a half, and he rushed for 26. Um, I think the last time I'm going to do that, we could. Um, I, just, I just like doing divisional games first. Oh, no. What? Bills and Patriots. What the fuck am I doing? Bills and Patriots for the second time. I'm and- taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I said I was going to. I said I took the Patriots at the Bills, and they did do that. And I said it was going to flip. I think it is going to flip. And. Bills uh, at Patriots? Yeah, if you take, uh, I'll look that up in a second. But like, if you've seen like a lot of the division games this year, like they they've been split a lot. They've been split a lot. Um, even like the Chargers, we just saw it. Like the Chargers took it in Kansas City, and uh, Kansas City took it in LA. And um, the Bills, like I said, they were gonna get right in these last two games. They almost came back against the Bucks. They put twenty seven. They put thirty one on the Panthers. And so like I feel like they're getting a little bit you know back on their feet as far as putting points on the board and and, and you know showing us like who they really are and like we're recognizing them um so I, I feel comfortable taking the bills especially when you know you see the fact that when mac jones got to pass the ball a little bit he is mis- um prone for mistakes just being a young guy i don't know if the bills necessarily have the you know the 
the talent on defense to really force those mistakes on Mac Jones. But I think that he's going to be liable um, for that. And if it's going to be bad weather, I'm going to check the weather right now. It could be it's even like 40 in Foxborough. Oh, no, no, no rain or anything. That's pretty good. I'm looking. I don't think it's light work for both of those, those teams because they, they used to playing in the cold. Yeah, it says little to no accumulation so far. It says the wind could be 20 miles per hour during Ooh. the game. All right, so we're know. talking run game here. And the Patriots run game is fucking solid. Oh, any of those guys, they got solid. And they even traded one away, and they're still solid. Mm-hmm. So that might um, have just killed your whole argument, Lucas. Maybe. It might Mike have. Don't have to pass. You've seen he passed three times, and they still won. Right. I'm hopefully looking forward to a more entertaining game than that last one because uh, you think Mac Jones threw the ball, what, three times? Yeah, they, they – I don't think they did it twice. Yeah, definitely a much better uh, environment for this game. So I think the Bills will pull it off. They looked a little better in the last couple weeks than the Patriots did. Um, and then, you know, they this is their chance to do something about the division because if they get swept by the Patriots, I mean – can we really talk about the Bills being at the top of that division going forward? It'd be really hard to do that. And, I mean, if we know that, surely the Bills know that as well. Plus, even though they lost that last game, if Josh Allen just hits Cole Beasley when he's turning around going into the end zone versus uh, throwing it to the other guy and getting it knocked down, they still win that game. So I think the Bills will pull this one off in a close one as well. Over-under is 43 and a half. That's a hard one. 43. All the Patriots running backs, Brandon Bolden, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson are questionable. Uh, Damian Harris, hamstring limited in Wednesday. It kind of looks like he's going to play. Ramondre Stevenson was out with a sickness, and then Brandon Bolden, he was questionable. There's nothing there. So they're, they're a little bit banged up, you know, is, is that part of the season? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that changes anyone's mind. That I was leaning towards Patriots. It's in Foxborough. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Bills with you guys. You guys convinced me about the Bills. I was really close to picking Patriots. Um, it's hard to sweep teams, too, especially in divisions. So, mm-hmm. you know, two playoff teams fighting each other. I, I just had that feeling. I mean, it's it, it's a split thing. Uh, how was the spread in this one? Who's favored? I wonder, I wonder who. New England's favored by, I want to say, two and a half last time I looked. Oh, damn. You can take the Bills, Colts, and Ravens, all underdogs. Cool. So far. That sounds great. I would love to make a parlay. Awesome, man. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo. At that NFL commercial stuck in my head. Um, let's see. Which which one? Where it's going through all the teams and, like, come, some of the uh, fans are in the commercial. And then each one, like, the beginning of it is some guy going, let's go, Buffalo. And then it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And the it's only words in the game games on Thursday and Mondays. Yep, I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna go Buffalo. We'll pull this one out 27 24. And I will say that I think Stefan Diggs will get off in this game, which is hard to say going against yeah. the Patriots. But if you look at his last couple of games, he hasn't really strung together anything. And you know, I'm gonna, one. yeah. Pretty much do for one. Think he'll have a good bounce back game this time, especially with Cole Beasley being out. They'll have to lean on him a little bit more because you know Buffalo isn't going to run the ball. So, twenty four twenty one Bills, very close. That makes it forty five. I'm okay, so I have to take the over. Uh, 
that's a pretty that that forty three. I don't like forty three. That's like the worst number I like, in, or yeah. I hate that number. But yeah, twenty four, twenty one, Bills. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty four, fourteen, Bills. Patriots got to show me something else on offense other than just running the ball. And uh, you know, I mean, even yeah, and and Mac Jones like either has a bad pass or a bad play, but even if he does have a good pay, play, a good pass, like Jacoby Myers drops the ball. Sometimes the, the receivers just let him down. It's it's Hunter it's Henry's a problem. Dude, Hunter Henry has been playing well. Yeah, I will say in the red zone, you better fucking cover that guy. You better get your whoever you can to get that guy. This is he, a huge game. This is a huge game. All right, another game. Oof, okay. Surprised you haven't talked about the Niners and Titans yet. Oh yeah, let's talk about that because I need I need some help Eddie, on this game tonight. 49ers and Titans. Just right off the bat, Tannehill throwing for over 205 and a half with AJ Brown back. That sounds like a lock. I feel like they really need to get the I yeah, I, I think I like that. Because like like you said, they have had they've had no problem getting the running game going. I think they had like 180 yards on the ground last game and they still lost. Like they need to get their passing. It seems like they need to get their passing attack going. There's like this guy who does like Titans podcast. And he says like AJ Brown might be more important to this office than Derrick Henry. The fact that they're getting these running rushing yards is still losing. Like they need to get their passing attack going and they've really missed Julio and AJ Brown. Like they're, that's the, that was their recipe that they've been touting going into the season. Say like, look at these two. So I think that they really need to get AJ Brown going. Like he is key. They could Teams can live with them uh, running the ball all over them. And if they still lose, they will, they'll give them those yards, you know? So I think that Tannehill, I think that has to be in their game plan. It has to be in their in their uh, their, their cards tonight. Like, they really want to get that passing attack established. Look a little bit more dangerous going into the playoffs, too. That sounds, like, super reasonable. Yeah, one of the one of the pluses about the Titans going into the season is that they could be very physical with teams having um, Brown and Julio and Derrick Henry just going – even in the running game, those receivers are really good at blocking, setting up things. And, uh, you know, once you're running it effectively and being physical, that opens up the play action. But when you're when your guys are in and out, that makes all of that harder to do. And then teams can kind of key in on, well, they're really strong in the running game. But if we just let them do that, if they get in third and long or in a situation where they have to come back, then they'll be behind the eight ball then. So it's definitely looking tough for Tennessee right now. And I don't know where this streak of uh, success had came from the 49ers because earlier in the season they weren't looking great. But look up now, they're, I would have two, three wins in a row, or is it more than that right now? It's five. Five, yeah. They, they've been putting it together at the perfect time, and that's what you want to see from a contended team. It's not in a row. Um, they lost to the Seahawks a few weeks ago in a weird one okay. in Seattle. But they've, they've put in five of the one, six. two, three, four, five, six. So five and one in a stretch. So five and one in the last six. Um, this is not right here. They're favored by three on a in, on a away game on a road game. That's I mean, even Vegas is saying that San Francisco looks good right now. Yeah, my worry is like you know AJ Brown's been gone for so long, you know, but at the same time, like that's the weakness for the 49ers has been their secondary. You know, especially going into the seasons, it feels like they've covered it up a lot with you know their defensive line and 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 stuff. But is 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 this going to be the time where the Titans do it? AJ Brown, he's been gone for so long. Like, ah, do you guys agree or no? I don't know. I, I need help. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Debo Samuel because that man has been playing out of his mind lately. 
Uh, so I'm leaning for the 49ers. I've also got a cousin that's going to be out there at that game, so I want her to be extra sad. So, you're a 49ers like fan? Yeah, she is. She, oh, she is. Okay. You know. I like the 49ers in this one. Their defense is a little bit more solid. I think they could get to Tannehill, and you've seen Tannehill struggles when he doesn't have a run game and he has to pass. A.J. Brown coming back after long absent, I think he's going to take a toll. I mean, the four, the, the Titans have like three running backs, and you know who's going to go to. I think two of the three are rookies. Um, I do like Jeffrey Wilson. He had 110 yards last week as a starter. Elijah Mitchell's out again. Jeffrey Wilson's coming back into this one. Jimmy G is playing some really good football right now. He is. Uh, it's my chick's team. I'm going to go with her. Um, <laughs> and I've been going with them lately. I think I've predicted all their – I'm pretty sure I'm like 90% on all the picks in the last six games. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers this one. I think Titans, a little bit of a fraud. Their record doesn't really reflect um, – I mean, obviously, Derek Henry's gone, but next man up. And those guys have been stepping up. It's just I think it's a little bit more on Tannehill, a little bit overrated, maybe a little overpaid, maybe finesse the franchise. Um, I'm taking 49ers in this finesse. one. 49ers are favorite. Vegas, don't fuck around. They know no. what's up. They're not letting another shit or bias game between. They know the 49ers are favorite for a reason. Um, I'm gonna take this one. What's this? What's the over and under? Um, I just had it. 44 and a half. No, 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 no. I don't like. Oh, I'd say it hit. It hits the under. 24 to 20. I could see that. Um, looking at the stats, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's been playing really well. Last five games, he's had a hasn't had a rating quarterback rating under ninety. Wow. He's even got one twenty six and a one twenty three in there, and he's got two of those games throwing over seventy percent completions. So that kind of coincides with George Kittle stepping up right now too. Look like he's back to being top three tight ends in the league. So. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. 44 and a half for the over-under, though. Um, I actually think it'll be a little bit easier of a win for them. So I'm going to go San Francisco 27, Tennessee 14. San Francisco 27, Tennessee 14. Yeah, you guys helped me solidify my leaning towards the 49ers. They are a really, really complete team right now. Um, The fact that they're finally getting all these guys going – um, I think it was Ayuk that was in the doghouse, right? So he's out of the doghouse finally, and they, they're getting the chemistry going. Like you said, Kittle going. I'm surprised with Jimmy G. I really am. Uh, I was like calling for Trey Lance super early on in the season. I was like, about to, I was about to cancel the 49ers, but they they've figured it out, and I got to give them a lot of credit. And I think they're going to get hit home against Tannehill as well, and maybe force a pick or something. It, this is a huge game for Tennessee, though, if they could get back on track. Um, I was going to say, like, there's an omen. You know, I used to play in Temecula and Pop Warner, and we were called the Temecula Titans. But fuck the bullshit. They're gone. Like, I was going to – I had that, had that ready if I was going to pick the Titans, but you guys convinced me for the Niners. I'm going to say the Niners <laughs> here. Uh, 27 to – 27 to 20. Yeah, I think there could be a touchdown uh, difference right there. So It's going to be a solid good game, Thursday night game. I'm excited Tonight. to watch it. Yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. Eve Eve. Um this determines my girl's attitude into the holidays. So 49ers, like I need huge. y'all to win. Huge. And this is a huge win, not just for, for David. 
For David. For David. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I, that's why the, my little rent I did, I kind of pre – that's the only scripted thing I had because I had to get it ready and get into it. Um, all right, moving right along. Um, whew, what about this? A shit bowl, Lions and Falcons. Can the Jesus. Lions win back to uh, back? Two in a row. It's a worse right. game than that one on the schedule, but we can go on. There is a worse game than that one on the schedule. You're right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jaguars, okay. Jets. Whew. So these are like the four worst teams. Well, the Texans are versus the Chargers. Did you guys talk about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, all right. Let's go. We'll leave the ship for last. Uh, Dolphins and Saints. Dolphins and Saints. You're gonna go there. That's Monday. Monday. Yeah. Well, the Saints destroy the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers put Fournette and uh, linebacker. Uh, I forgot his first name. His last name is David. Um, the on the IR. Ending their season, and they signed Le'Veon Bell. Mike drop. They signed Le'Veon Bell. Dog, it's game over. Hey, Le'Veon and AB back together. It's trouble. Fucking clown shell for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Dolphins been high, right? They've been all right since the bye. Two has been like in a number of categories, really, really good. Uh, putting up for some really solid numbers. So I got to give it to Tua and the Dolphins. Uh, but God, where is this game? Oh, it's right here. Yeah, this is this is a weird one because like the Saints only play good against the Bucks. That's that's what I feel like. Right. Well, yeah, he's, Tom Brady's zero four as a Buccaneer to the Saints in the regular yeah. season. In the regular, in the regular season, season, yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like, the, but I I I have a Saints fan friend who's a Saints fan, and he tells me all the time they win against teams that they shouldn't win against and lose against teams that they should beat. And they should beat the Dolphins. That's why I'm picking the Dolphins. It's at home in the Dome. It, that makes perfect sense to me because it doesn't make sense Tua at all. It's like Tua a perfect Tua. Monday night game. Tua's been pretty good. He's been pretty solid. I've been on the Tua chain. I was off it for a little bit. I got my ticket back, and I'm back here rooting for Tua. And uh, the Saints, even missing with all their starters, they don't even got a quarterback overpaying a, a, a dude. That's like college football with this guy. He's just playing every position. Um I do like the Dolphins. They are away. What's the spread? Money line and the over and under. Miami's favored by a point Ooh, and a half. Favorite? Oh, shit. Yep. I thought the under under's first. 37 and a half. Ooh, fuck. 37 on my <laughs> Uh Which is shit. weird. Saints or ESPN has a Saints winning by 62% on their matchup predictor. Mm-hmm. This would be a good chance to get some money. Money lines, what, 135 for the Dolphins? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I would yeah, actually I'm going to go Dolphins. So I'm getting, I'm ready to think of a parlay. Ravens, Colts, <laughs> Dolphins. I'm thinking Niner. we should do our parlay one in this podcast, too. Just because. <laughs> no, for real. Just because. Um, I'm going to go with Dolphins in this one. I'm leaning towards them. Even though the Saints got a pretty impressive win, it's a divisional game. So you really got to put them in. You have to factor that. Not a lot of people think divisional games are big. They're a familiar face. You know, you just it's just different. I'm gonna go Dolphins win this one. 37. So 24 16. 24 16. No, that's I'm not doing math way wrong. That's 40. Uh I'll go 20 to 16. 2016. I'm taking the Dolphins. Let's go, Jalen Waddle. Boom. I can see that. I can see that. Um, where are you on this one, Lucas? Honestly, Saints are two and five in the last seven games. Dolphins are in a six-game win streak. I feel like I am going to pick the Dolphins, like continuing their win streak. Uh, 
just because. I mean, I think Tua Tua is gonna put together something. I think the Saints just only have Tom Brady's number. They've only won against the Jets too in their last seven games. That's their only two victories. And that victory against Tampa Bay was nine to zero. Like, and I think the win the, against the Green Bay Packers was a fluke. So that was a week one. Yeah, yeah, so, week one fluke. So uh, yeah, it's hard for me to pick the Saints. They're just so wishy washy. I like I like the Dolphins in this one. Uh, I'll say seventeen fourteen. That'll be it, because I do think that the Saints can like give Tua some trouble. But at the end of the day, there's going to be enough opportunities for Tua to you know get it in the end zone. I, I, I'm actually rooting for Tua now a lot more. Monday Night Football, let's see what's up. Tua's been playing very well outside of that um pick six last week, but <laughs> I guess I'll be there was advocate in this one. I'm actually pick the Saints. Um, okay, I'm not sure how they'll get it going. Looks, I see Taysom Hill's doubtful for the game, so that's not good. Uh, I oh, actually, that's actually, I want to pick the Saints now that now that Taysom Hill's out. I so think Simeon that was out. Trevor Simeon. Simeon's out. Oh. Simeon's out too. I thought you said Hill was out. Taysom Hill's out, but I'm looking at it, it says Simeon tested positive for Corona six hours the fuck ago. Is quarterback. <laughs> I don't. Know. Their third string quarterback is Ian Book. Not sure who, who this guy Hill? is. Oh my god. Um. Uh, Jesus, I don't know. The rookie. Well, remember last time, Kamara? You remember last time, Kamara, around this time? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to still keep the Saints. Um, I'm going to say they'll get it done 17-10. I don't know how they'll get 17 points. I don't, I don't know. Hopefully. It, it's, yeah, I guess Kamara can get off. Uh, man, this is a tough game to call. Jesus, seven. Yeah, I'll I'll keep that seventeen ten. My mom will actually be at that game too. So there you go. Family everywhere. All right, moving on. Do, 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 do. Rams How and about, Vikings. That's Packers, a good one. Rams and Vikings. Yeah, I was gonna actually ask if we could do that one. Rams, Cooper Cup solidifying the triple crown of receivers. Can't remember the last time that was done. Uh, when's the last right. time that was? Done? What Randy Moss maybe? He's doing the damn thing. He's it's not even close. And I think the Rams are rolling. Cam Akers reportedly coming back. They have three weeks to, to activate him. He's he is off the IR. Yes. Uh, Crazy. So Cam Akers might come back right now. And that, that's tight. I loved I loved him. His rookie campaign was pretty good. And um I like a lot of players from Florida State for some reason. Uh Dorian James and Sanders Jr. Um so I do like the Rams in this one. Vikings just always – I mean, they won the Bears, but it was the Bears and um, fired Nagy chants were louder than any other year. <laughs> uh, I like the Rams in this one. Vikings keep it close. I think they might even jump out. Well, uh, Dalvin Cook is on COVID, so, yeah, I don't yep. – Alexander. Yeah, uh, but they got my boy Alexander Madison from the Dirty Dino in. Um, I still think the Rams take – I think it was closer than what people would imagine. So I'm pretty sure the spread, I think the Vikings could cover because the probably spread is probably huge. I don't know what the spread is. If you guys want to check that out while I'm talking. Um, I think they'll cover. Vikings keep it close. You know them. They keep it within a touchdown or touchdown and field, but they keep it within 10. So The spread is Rams by three. Oh, shit. The only three? Yep. Only three. Oh, shit. I thought it was going to be bigger for some reason. Okay. They, Vikings have not lost by more than a one possession all year. Yeah. 
And this is their trend. Since week five, they've gone two wins, two losses, two wins, two losses, two wins, two losses since week five consistently. That's been, so and so, that? they're, so they're coming off two wins from two Pittsburgh losses. and Chicago. I Ooh. think you're putting the two losses now. <laughs> I'm going to go 27-20. Uh, yeah, without Dalvin Cook, I know they're – you say Madison and Madison can play, but yeah. I think they'll just become a little too one-dimensional considering he's not out, and that will play right into the Rams' hand, Rams, Rams hands. <laughs> um, I can see Jalen Ramsey and Odell having a good game in this one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. Over-under is 49, though, so I think it will be pretty high scoring. Oh, so I, picked, I got the under on that one. You got the under? Um. I guess I'll take over. I'll say Rams 30, Minnesota 27. I think it'll be a pretty high-scoring game. Yeah, they lose obviously close. Yeah. 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 I think um, – I wouldn't be surprised if the over hits in this one. But I was going to say 27 to 20, though, uh, for the Rams. So my Just, score? Oh, yeah. There we go. Copy scorecard. I don't even try to do that shit, and I still do that shit. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Minnesota just following the trend, and, yeah, they're due for a loss. Moving right along, we can speed through some of these. Um, Bucks and Panthers, a divisional game, but I think the punk, the Panthers don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're, they're just <laughs> Cam Newton yeah. starting. I mean, they, they announced it like it was like on the line. So like that's how you know it's bad when they had to announce who the starter was. Even some people want them. some people want Matt Rule out of there in, in Carolina now too, which is like it's, it is pretty bad ever since you know McCaffrey's been gone and he fired the offensive coordinator. Like what is going on with the Panthers? Yeah. I think that Tom Brady just lays it lays the wood down. He lays some pipe um, this weekend. Pause. Uh, unpause. Play fast forward. I take the Bucks winning this one. I think they just laid on them thirty four to like nine. I'm a 19 and that's that's too much. Over under is 42 and a half. I, I think Bucks could fucking drop 42 by themselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Things have not been great for Carolina outside of the first month of the season and that one week that Cam came back. So they've had like five weeks of joy all season. Feel really bad for them. I don't think they'll. Yeah, it's not looking good at all. And then you don't want to play Tom Brady after he's over here throwing uh, throwing tablets all over the place. We'll be throwing tablets at the defensive players this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Shoot, 35-10, really, honestly. Yeah. Tampa Bay better win this one. There's always one where, like, we all agree on, and then it ends up being, like, the upset. Like, I think last week is this with How? How? I don't know. I don't. I really don't know, but I'm just saying, like, it's a divisional game. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I can say. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the only – this is the first time they're fa- playing Carolina uh, this year. So, like we haven't really – divisional games – I have under, and there's always one that goes over, and I think right. this is it. Maybe this could be the one. Maybe, maybe you know, uh, uh, Tampa Bay really carries the points on the over. I got to go Tampa Bay, though. I mean, Carolina is so dysfunctional. But, God damn, this is one of those ones where, like, I just remember, like, I'll be li- looking back and listening to our podcast and be like, damn, we should have really maybe talked about this one a little bit more. If Carolina pulls it out, it's in Carolina. I don't fucking know. But Y'all pick Carolina. Go ahead. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just homie? 
No, I'm not saying. <laughs> Wait, what's the spread on this one? Uh, I just want to know. Um, Tampa Bay by ten on a roll game. Oof, maybe that's, that's really, so that's really fourteen. Yeah, uh, goddamn. I'll say I'll say the Tampa Bay puts the ass whooping on. They don't have anyone out, right? Let me go check the depth chart for. Um, helpful. So Chris Godwin just got hurt. Chris Godwin towards ACL. Yeah, Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette. Still, you got AB back and you got Le'Veon Bell. And you got Gronk. Like you still got Gronk. Yeah. Still got this is like a like if you look at this roster, if you would have told me, especially for uh like five years ago, that all these players are playing together on Tampa Bay, I'd be like, God damn, someone just made a creative franchise. It's fucking David going back there making all these trades. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I'll say I'll say thirty to twenty over hit hitting on this one. All right. The uh, I know you guys talked Charger Texans. We could do a quick recap on that. And I can give you guys my score. Uh, I did get this update. Um, the Texans have 23 players on the COVID reserve list. And still a go. That's a lot of fucking players. That is a lot. That's that's. I don't. I wonder what it is right now, going on with these like COVID transmissions. I really. I'm so confused about it. Like, how is this happening? But um. My bold prediction for this game was that it's going to be a shutout for the Chargers, and that makes me feel a lot better. Um, that shutout is going to happen. I think I said like 24-0 or 20-0 was my score for this one. Would love to see that happening. Even with Eckler out, uh, even with Guyton out and Bosa out, you look at how many players the Texans got out. God damn, that's so many players. And like we just saw how that affected a lot of these teams in these past Tuesday games, Monday games. Um, it looked like a lot of players were – were slower. It looked like a lot of players just the game plan. They weren't, you know, having a lot of reps in practice. So it, it's going to affect the Texans a lot. Who's already a terrible team? Yeah, as long as Herbert's playing, we just just beat the Texans. I don't even remember what my score was. I really don't <laughs> I was care too much. Like just just beat the Texans. That's all I, I need. GEC, I don't care. GEC, even if you got to sit out. I would actually be okay with Asante Samuel sitting out this game just to give him some extra time to rest up. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, same right. with Derwin, same with Eckler, even though Eckler's on the COVID list. Um, but even without a lot of those players, I mean, I'm going to be uh, – I don't know how I'm going to feel if we are even in a close one against the Texans. So, yeah, we win by at least 20. I mean, and my, pro, my bold prediction for this one was um, a special teams touchdown for us. Right, since you didn't get yeah. that last week, even though Roberts will be out, I said it could be a block punt or something. So, um, I guess I can give another score. I don't remember what score I gave before. Um, over under forty six charges by ten on a road game. I'm gonna say twenty eight ten Chargers. Twenty eight seems to be a good good uh good line for the Chargers to get. As long as Herbert's playing, we should be able to take yeah. him out. I agree with everything you guys say. Texans have 23 players. That's insane. I know Chargers got a couple of their starters. Um, but I like to see other players. <laughs> I, use this, I use this opportunity to see other players step up, you know. So uh, I'm going to say 28-7 um, Chargers in this one. I'm going to throw in another prediction. Two touchdowns for Josh Palmer. Oh, Josh Palmer. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. I like that. I like that. All right. Uh, I guess the last competitive game on here would probably be Browns and Packers maybe. Maybe, maybe, but like the Packers are fucking rolling right now. Saturday night game or Saturday evening game in Green Bay. I mean, just the fact that they're winning these games and it's like, like I know it has to do. I mean, that last one had to do 
with play calling on Harbaugh. But at the end of the day, like the Packers are just a winning team. Like, goddamn, like just looking at their like their what is that called? Their logo and their name like instills fear in my heart. How well they're playing, <laughs> it really does. Like you just look at it, and it's intimidating. It's like, goddamn, the Packers and like all the Browns got it. Yeah, like I, 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 you could just write these guys in for the um, NFC Championship already. I don't think they were going to drop another one in the regular season, to be honest. I don't even know the rest of their schedule, and I'm saying that shit. But uh, the Browns, like they're they're too dysfunctional. They can't get shit done. They just dropped a big one, and they just they're not they're not ready. They're not even close to being uh, to having it. Like I don't know any way they could win this one, to be honest. It's 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 a tall task. Yeah, if Baker's out. You got Nick Mullins there. Uh, Packers three four twenty. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and then the I think Cleveland's playing on a short week too. Still, so like, all right, goddamn, do a two road two road games at that in the span of six days. So, oh, yeah. yeah, strangely enough, Green Bay is only favored by seven and a half in this game as a home favorite. I'm surprised at that, but forty five is over under. I'll take Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay 30, Cleveland 21. I don't know how they'll get 21. Maybe some garbage time touchdowns. Don't really have too much analysis for that one. (laughs) There's so many players out in the secondary for for, uh, Cleveland. I could just see Aaron Rodgers torching this defense. I mean, Mm -hmm. goddamn. Like like almost every single player here is like Greg Newsome, John Johnson, uh, Troy Hill. Ronnie Harrison, like these are players that like we're like, oh my god, going into the season, these guys are gonna step up big and they're all gonna mesh. These are their big offseason acquisitions to really help. And you know, it's gonna be like last year all over again. They're gonna be wide open. Uh let's say the score. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers running up 33 to 13. Yeah. Uh, is that is that an over? Is that an over for this game? What was your score? 33-13, that's 46. Yeah, you took the over on it. Damn, I don't even like that. <laughs> All right, we can skim past through these. Lions and Falcons, can Lions win back-to-back games? Just yes or no right off the bat. Lucas, can they win back-to-back games? Yeah. Yeah, don't count the Lions. Heart of the Lion. Fuck, fuck the bullshit. Brad, can they win back-to-back games? Hey, man. And Dan Campbell, we trust. Let's go, Lions. We're running Lions. What's the, what's the Lions and spreads in this one? Atlanta is five-and-a-half favorites. Uh, ooh, that, I like that money line, though. Money lines minus two fifty for Atlanta. Jesus, God damn! Uh, the over under is forty three. Lions in this one. Matt Ryan looks weird. I mean, God damn! If there was like a huge game for the Falcons, I thought it was gonna be last week uh, against San Francisco. No, no Kyle Pitts. Like, God damn! I just that, that was that pisses me off because I I knew in my heart I shouldn't have picked Kyle Pitts. I was too high on him. I did. I think everyone was a little too high on him. God damn it. So, yeah, I'm going to pick the Lions in this one just to spite the Falcons. Uh, let's say 20 to 13. The Lions are a fun team, man. They you never know what's going to happen. They might win a game or they might lose by 30. You just got to tune in and watch. So, uh, 43 is the over-under. I'm actually going with the Lions. They'll win ooh, 20 to 14. Um, I'm in Ross St. Brown with a touchdown. Hey, hey. What are you talking about? I'm going to go with 23-18. Lions pull this one off. A close one. Falcons are still play competitive offensive football, but the defense, I don't know. Jared Goff, I mean, him and Josh Reynolds are really 
good connection. They had a connection back in LA and they brought it to Detroit. Uh, I didn't like how that sentence was weird. I don't thought that was a weird sentence. And uh, Monse Brown is, is rolling right now, so I do like the Lions. Um, we are not going to be allowed in Atlanta after this podcast. <laughs> I, my sisters of Atlanta, and um, sorry, LOL, Atlanta. <laughs> uh, Jags and Jets. Oh, God. Well, that one last? Like, I don't know. All right, okay. All right, Bears, Seahawks. Bears did put their big defensive tackle on COVID. Akeem Hicks. On COVID, I don't know if that matters. I think Seahawks bounce back, and then the Nagy chants are just getting even louder. Are yeah. both of these teams out of the playoff contention? I think For they sure. both. Made it. Yeah, so throwaway game. Yeah, I think uh, Russell Wilson's considering this is being his last year in Seattle. I hope so for his sake, because it's just looking like uh, the the. I think he's going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Uh, I would hate that, but you know, probably be a good, good, uh, good move for him. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks in this one. I mean, with all things being considered, both teams are pretty bad. You have to go with the better quarterback, I guess. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks winning. They're favored by six and a half. I say they'll cover and win by seven. So I'll take Seattle twenty-four, Chicago seventeen. Yeah, for some reason, like, Seattle's defense sometimes plays good. I don't know. Like, the Russell Wilson effect of just having your leader back. So, I think they're going to get after whoever's back there in Chicago. So, I'm going to say uh, it's so tough with, like, lock it out. But I think DK gets something, too. So, I'm going to say 23 to 10. With the- I do like the Seahawks in this one. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is just a better quarterback. I know he didn't do really good last game. It was a divisional game. I think he'll just good against the Bears. The Bears are just falling apart. And when those Bears hear those chants of Nagy gone, I think they're just going to give up hope. And I think Bear fans have given up hope. Um, the only thing Chicago got going is their hot dogs, the best hot dog in the world. Don't at me. Their deep dish um, pizza. Uh, never had the deep dish pizza, so I can't vouch for that. But their <laughs> Chicago dog? <laughs> Neon relish, celery salt. Onions, pickles, tomatoes, don't have me. Oh, my Lord. God, you're um, craving that. That is. And there's an Italian place where I work, Romano's. Um, all right, here we go. I'm going to go Seahawks <laughs> win. The hot dog is more interesting than this game, to be honest. Yeah, for real. That <laughs> hot dog is bomb as shit. Celery salt is really a, a secret ingredient. Neon relish. got to get the neon relish. This shit is fucking green as shit, and it, it looks like slime, but it's good. I'm going to go with uh, Seahawks winning 20 to 13. I didn't copy the score. Cool. All right. Uh, Washington football team. Predictions for these games and the scores. Uh, Alex Collins, 100 rushing yards touchdown. Child's to Arkansas. Hey, hey, okay. Arkansas. Our, our uh, Washington football team versus – do you guys get offended when I say Arkansas? No, not at all. I don't. <laughs> do you guys get offended? Are they Arkansians? Arkansans, but that's almost the same thing. So, like, it, it's whatever, honestly. Arkan- that's, what the, that's, their, your, that's what you guys have seen, Arkansians? Arkansans, but Arkansans. Okay. I don't. That's like the third time I've ever said that in my life. So, oh, okay. you said it twice today. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. Washington football team versus the Cowboys in Dallas. I don't know. Washington football team just look like they're falling apart in front of our eyes. They're doing good for a cool minute and then back to their normal self. Reach their ceiling. Cowboys. They almost beat the Cowboys last time. Couldn't get it done, but watch this quarterback situations. Uh, 
Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Cowboys in this one. Is the fact that we're even kind of like debating this even a little is kind of bad for the Cowboys, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Cowboys will win this one. Um, I think 14, 18, closer than what people think. I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'll take the under, and I'll also pick Dallas not to cover because they're 10 and a half, so I think it's oh, going to be – Oh, fuck no. No, 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 no. I don't even – what is that, 10 and a half? Come on, if you watched them the last month. But um, I'll take – you know what? I'm going to take the Washington football team to win. Oh, splitting games, one and one. Yeah, 46 and a half. I'm going to say they'll win. I'll take the under. I'll say they'll win 21 to 17. Quarterback Gilbert will get three tu- three touchdown passes. That's gonna he's an ex-cowboy. Oh, yeah. It's a revenge game. Let's go. Okay. I actually might. I kind of want to switch my pick, to be honest. Let's go. I'll go. I'll just uh, switch my pick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, you guys allow it? What? Me switching my, my pick? Uh, I'll allow it. I'll go for it. All right. Two, two for two votes. Nice. Uh, All right. I, I got to go with the Cowboys here. I'm sorry. Just going with the first <laughs> Hey, well, I, yeah. Me and Brad had the momentum, and he just. <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like it. The fact because like the trend is like splitting games, and it's like following the trend. Because Cowboys won in Washington a few weeks ago, twenty-seven twenty, and now they're coming back, and it's like, uh, God, like, this is something I was saying earlier for my logic yeah, in a lot of games. Your, this is your conspiracy this is, trend. This is yeah, it is. It really is. But fuck it, I'm crazy, so I'm not gonna listen to myself on this All one. Right. And, and <laughs> it's a it's a Sunday night game. Cowboys, I don't know. Sunday night, I, I think that's – and I, I can't like the Washington football team now. Like, it's too late in the season for them to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, we were high on them. Yeah. yeah. That was probably high. It could be weird. I would say 23-17, like a little bit of a close game. So, Washington can cover the spread. Uh, and it kind of reminds me of, like, the, that matchup in week 14 a few weeks ago. But the Cowboys, I want them to get back on track. Like, this is where teams – you know, good teams win, separate from the pack. You want them? Or yeah, I want them to win. No, I think, I, yeah, I want them to win. Want them I, want, I want a good product. I want a good product going into the playoffs. I don't want to feel I like the Cowboys. They're not a good product. Dak is dog shit. No, no, don't say that. Don't overpaid, say that. Overpaid. <laughs> overpaid. No. Make it, you, you don't think he's overpaid? No, I don't think so. I, I believe petty. in Dak. It's petty because he was like, oh, I'm a bet on myself. And then broke his fucking ankle. And then now they feel bad. Like now we have to play him big money, but I don't think he's worth big money. I think he, you know, at the time, next quarterback up will get paid each time. So I think he deserved his money, but I do think he's a little overpaid. Just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. But do believe. I mean, he was making what? Less than a million. He was making a lot less money because he got drafted in the fourth round. Bold endorsements and shit. He was fine. But I think he was overpaid. He did deserve to get paid. uh, Mm hmm. Uh, over. I think I think when you look at it, like, because I think he'll get his running ability back as, as time goes on from that injury. And, like, the dual third quarterbacks are just worth so much more. And if I think that he can you know win a Super problem. Bowl, true. But do I think he can win a Super Bowl? I think he could. I, I think he has that ability. For sure. I mean, I things have to be things have to be right around him. You're, you're, yeah, things have to be right around him. But if you look at this team, like, I think Michael Parsons have a huge game this game. Trevon Diggs is still getting those picks every once in a while. Like, like it's, a, it's hard to maintain that consistency with interceptions, but like they've been getting it. So I think that especially in this game, they could they could get uh, Heineke and so right for Dak. You said it before. One of us could most likely me cut you off. Everything has to be right <laughs> for Dak. But when things are, he has to improvise. 
doesn't go well. And a lot of things in the playoffs, you're going to be versing the top tier teams, not the fucking Washington football team, the Eagles true, and Giants true. twice each year. So this product we're getting from him, which he barely wins these games, especially in Washington. I was in Vegas, trashed on my new Snow Leopard Air Force Ones, holler at your boy, and they barely won because the Washington football team couldn't stop um, Big Boy Z getting a first down or stopping them getting a first. So, like, it was just a one-play difference. If Washington would have got that ball back, they, I had I was fully convinced they could have scored. But the product we're getting from Dak against these teams, I know they're divisional games, but in a division like that, we, I mean, even professionals on TV call it the NFL, the NFC least. And yeah, yeah. I'm not convinced on Dak. He makes a lot of mistakes. Made me very insecure about my pick now. Good. <laughs> I'm glad I do. And McCarthy, you know – I, I don't like him. I don't like him. What yeah. does he do? So he wait, why, why exactly are you picking the Cowboys again, Lucas? It sounds like you don't want to pick them. So yeah, why I mean, are you because uh, their product is good, or are you <laughs> sucking on Jerry Jones' dick too? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You guys are bullying me right now. I'm not yes. the shit out of you because the Cowboys. You you know what? Pick the Cowboys. I'll buy you some denim shorts. I'll buy I, you. Some- <laughs> I'll give you a shitty haircut. I'll pull up in a Honda Civic. You know me. <laughs> yeah, the Honda car. That was like nice step up. Yeah, I know, right? I'll still pick the Cowboys. God damn it! Uh, fuck out of here. Let, let me know your size. Let me know 20, your size. I'm buying you denim denim sh- denim shorts for Christmas, my no, guy. Just buy me. Just buy me oversized, like the largest one. Uh, oh yeah, like they're they, gonna. They, you can't they, determine they if there's baggy pants. Yeah, I'm about to say. They got to look like some, uh, you know, all the way down. You got to have the long socks. Just see the shoes, the socks, and the shorts. <laughs> yeah. Longer the sock, the downer the full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, 27 no, 14. That's, that's what you're going with. Yeah. I hate you guys. Watch, you, watch, watch the Cowboys win. He come in with his victory lap next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to get some denim shorts just for you. You better. If not, I will. Moving on to another two shitty teams in that division that we just got done shitting on. Giants and Eagles. Jalen Hurts needed two more touchdowns out of one of my fantasy league if Jamar Chase didn't fuck me in the ass. Uh, Reverse. Uh, Giants and Eagles. um, Mike Glennon got benched, and they put the racist in um, KKK, formal KKK member, uh, Jack Form. Uh, and they still couldn't do nothing. I'm taking the Eagles in this one. Um, they just run the ball better. They just a better football team. The Giants should Dude, be called the, the New York. The last team. seven games, the Eagles have over 1,500 yards on the ground. Can you believe there that you shit? Wow. No, I, I, I can't because Miles Sanders, when healthy, is solid. They got runner backs for days. Jalen Hurst is considered a runner back. Um, and they got some wide receivers who I might not know their names, their first names, but I know their last ones, Watkins, Rager, and – uh, fuck Smith, and those guys uh, will get it done. And Goddard, Dallas Goddard, is a top five tight end. And I didn't think I was gonna say that ever since Zach Hurts left. This dude's been that guy. So, uh, Giants, I'm gonna call them the New York Midgets, but I don't know if that's a slur. Is that a slur? New York little people. New York I don't know. Little, I don't like I don't that. Know. New York Midgets. Um, or New York M words. Can I say that? New York M words. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Eagles winning the New York M words. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna go. Uh, the Giants get ten because I'm not. I'm not that mean of a person. Um, and I give them go with the Eagles winning. Uh, twenty-seven. 
Eagles on fire, man. I can't believe they're they're putting this much rushing yards on the ground after like refusing to run the ball so early in the season. Like, why why weren't you even trying to do this? They they'd be in a huge different different spot, completely different spot if they were doing this all season. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to be next year. But I'll t- I'll take them here. They're on fire. Uh, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say they could put up thirty, like thirty to thirteen. Yeah, it's draft season for the Giants. Like. It's- they really both got two draft picks in right. Don't they got two draft picks in the first round? I want to say they do. I think like the first the five or six picks, like a couple teams got two picks. Like it's it's gonna uh, be crazy. I know the Eagles have got two. I don't remember the other two. There's two other teams that have two picks. I just don't remember who. I think that might be the Texans, Jags. No, someone made a big trade. The Jets. I don't fucking Jets, know. Yeah. Anyways, yes, Jets. But... I know the Eagles got two. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Eagles. They just have been more consistent and just, frankly, better than the Giants all season. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts will get two touchdowns, one on the ground, one passing, one to Devontae Smith. So I'm going to go, geez, they're favored by 10. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, I'll pick the under, though. So I'll go Eagles 24, Giants 6. Yeah. Yeah, the Giants are – I mean, if you would have – Play videos of me talking about the Giants in the offseason and play them now, my little run I just had earlier, and there'd be two different people. I'm telling you, I was high on the Giants and their defense. You were um, smoking that good shit. I was smoking that good shit. Uh, all right, moving on to the shit bowl. I guess you guys want me to save it for last. Jags and Jets. Um, I think Salah has COVID. I think uh, Zach Wilson has COVID, which is probably good for the what? Jets. What? I don't know. I was I'm like the Jags. Man, you, this is crazy. Everything's even. The spread is even. <laughs> the money line is even. The over-under is 41. Vegas don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah but I think, like, uh, I think I'm going to pick the Jags because, like, you lose Urban Meyer. You finally get a week without that cancer in there. Like, everyone hated him. Even, like, his coaching staff that he brought in hated him. Like, I think they all feel a weight off of their shoulder. It's kind of like when the when the Raiders uh, lost Gruden and like they were saying it's there's no more anxiety on the sideline. It's finally going to be like that for Jacksonville in a week without that. And like you know how when coaches lose their their or when teams lose their head coach in the middle of the season with to be to a firing, they seem to come out and win their first game without him. And it's the but first they lost game. To the Texans. Yeah, but it's like the first game with a proper week. It's the first week with a you know without him there. It's a new vibe. I'm gonna take the Jaguars. Jets are weird. What's what say you, David? Because I I picked Jacksonville to run the table after they fired Urban uh, Urban Meyer, and I fell on my face on that the very next week. Um, Jets did put up 24 against Miami. Yeah, and the Jags barely put up 16s against the Texans. I need to steer away from the Jags being good, and I, I they're not. They're very clearly not. I, I kind of want to go with the Jets, even without Rob Sala. And I think you might – I don't know who the quarterback is for the Jets. I think Zach Wilson is out. I think it might be uh, Mike White. Let's see. Jets COVID list. Let's see how big this Are is. Are you sure um, Zach Wilson's out? I don't think he is. I don't see him getting COVID or anything. Jets COVID list. Um, I think it was just Rob Sala. And I did see um, someone important. 18 members on the team have COVID. Jesus so, Mackay Beckton and Elijah Vera Tucker, two huge 
um, linemen on, on the offensive side for the Jets Rob are going to be all, uh, Michael Carter the second, Elijah Moore, Elijah Tucker. Goddamn. Yeah, that that didn't make me feel much better. I was hoping both of you would pick Jacksonville, then I'd be like, okay, I'll go with the Jets, but I don't know. Jags <laughs> so. have more players on the field that are eligible to play. Goddamn, I'm going to put the Jags in this one. And they win 17-16 cause just because if the Jets were fully healthy, I would take them. But they got two offensive linemen and their best receiver, Elijah Moore, out with COVID. So okay. Jags winning this one 17-16. Well, I actually do know what I'm going to do. Um, can I pick a tie? Like, can I do that? Hey, can I Tie, yeah, team, team. Yeah. yeah, pick a tie. Yeah, fuck it. Pick they'll tie overtime, run out of time, no one will score, it'll be 10 10 and a game that everyone will forget about. That's disgusting. So you're gonna call a tie and an overtime? Well, well yeah, overtime. Yeah. You don't need the overtime, but you're just throwing that in to make it a little juicy. Yeah, I just I don't know what to do here. I wish I had a quarter or something, I just flip it and decide, but I don't I don't even have I'm, a quarter. I have a cat. You want me to flip a cat? <laughs> no, uh, will you flip? How do you know what heads or tails will be? What <laughs> heads or tails? They always land on their feet. Oh shit! He ran away. <laughs> he's he's like, no, nah, I don't want no part of this. <laughs> he literally, he's just staring at me. Who you want, Jets. fucking Jets? Jets or Jags? Stretch. Yeah, we. And cats don't care about football. I don't think cats care about the Jags or Jets. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd rather let the cat pick. Um, no, nah, I'm not gonna do a tie, man. That's fuck. I don't now because you're not picking a tie, they're gonna tie. Exactly. But if you oh, pick yeah. a tie, they're not gonna tie. So you can't have you can't eat your cake and you can't have your cake and eat it. Fuck it, I'll keep the tie. They'll tie. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's David will do that to you. Fucking make you question yourself. Gaslighting <laughs> anyone. Oh uh, yeah, I'll keep the tie. Is that the first tie in the on the podcast? I History? yeah. I'm, I yeah, no. I'm if, if you get it right, I don't think we we predicted ties, but I don't think we've ever got it right. Okay. I predicted yeah. one overtime. And... Yeah, I'll take. I'll, I'll keep. Bro. I'll keep the tie. Fuck it. I said Jags seventeen fourteen. Yeah, I, I'll I'll say they'll tie at ten. That's right, disgusting. That's, that's yeah, so awful. Awful. <laughs> watch, watch Jackson win forty-five to twelve now, or some random shit. <laughs> Jets just placed Joe Flacco on the COVID list. It's over. <laughs> over. That was it. Yeah, feel great now. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Having a little fun here. Tough podcast. Like I said, use Pronoia. For your, uh, they got sports cream. They got a lot of cool recipes on their Instagram. Pronoia, P R O N O I A C B D on Instagram. Um, for all your stress relief, muscle relief. Um, you know, it makes you feel real good, especially around these holidays, man. You got to go into this new year feeling great. Use promo code Tough for twenty percent off your first purchase. Don't be paranoid, or no, don't be. Yeah, don't be paranoid. Be Pronoia. Um, and take us out, Lucas. All right. Well, Brad, you could plug in your social media as well, and then I'll take yes, it. Sir. Yes, sir. You can follow me at Twitter at 2MFNEasy or Instagram at 2.Easy. Come live a little. See how we do it over here. And uh, we're waiting for you. 
All right, you can find me at Sugar for Lucas on Twitter. Make sure you follow Tough underscore Podcast, Tough underscore Chargers if you're a Chargers fan, Tough underscore Fantasy for Sitters, Sleepers, and our wild-ass parlays. So for David, for Brad, and for me, y'all have a wonderful day, wonderful Christmas Eve Eve, wonderful Christmas Eve, wonderful Christmas New Year's. We are out. Later. Thank you.